0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dear Hollow Heroes. And as always, I'm alongside Meek Man, Liam Meekham. What's going on, guys? And Rose Pierre Rob Kelly. Baseball is played this month. Oh.
1: Wow, that was a weird intro. That
0: was a weird intro. It's Super Bowl week. It's Super Bowl week. There's football, there's basketball, baseball hasn't even hit spring training yet, and you're just all baseball already? It happens this month. It starts. All right. All right. So, let's go straight to the top story. Unfortunately, Rob, it has nothing to do with baseball. I anticipated that. It's officially Super Bowl week. (laughs) <laughs> it's officially <laughs> Very
1: good <laughs> I'm done expecting the show to start
0: well <laughs>
1: I never expected anything
0: It's officially Super Bowl week And there are so many storylines that are forming Mahomes and Kelsey chasing goat status Purdy becoming a legitimate star quarterback in the NFL And Kittle and other 49er players On that Super Bowl 54 roster getting their vengeance And there are just so much more So what storylines are you guys looking at for the Super Bowl? And what do you think each team needs to do on Sunday to become world champion?
2: I need to know what color Gatorade is being poured. That is the only leg of the parlay I haven't decided yet.
0: That's that's it? Really? Yeah.
2: Every everything else I, I have a good guess for.
1: That's uh, his game changer. I think the uh Chiefs defense has to come out hot. <laughs> Um, it's an underrated defense. actual football. I get it. Underrated yeah, it's defense when they play well, um, and if they're cohesive, working front and back, if they can get some good interior pressure from Chris Jones, if they can cover their receivers with McDuffie and uh, Sneed, I think that defense can shut down at least enough of the 49ers offense to let Mahomes do his thing.
0: I was a little more specific on the Chiefs' defensive side. See, they're really good at pass defense. They're one of the better NFL teams. NFL defenses on the pass where they struggle the run. And that's all well and good. They got lucky that Lamar only had his running backs run, uh, w- including himself, 11 rushing attempts. Yeah, remember when that happened? 11, that, 11, was that was funny. That was the title of last week's episode. I came way. into this uh, you know episode that? with such a good mood. Did you know that the, the title of last week's episode was 11 rushing attempts? Yes, I did. <laughs> but uh, So, anyway, sorry. Uh, but with uh, that happening, and I just think they got lucky – and now going with CMC as the running back, I think that they're going to do a lot more running knowing that the Chiefs do struggle a little bit against the run.
1: I think they should avoid the run altogether. I think it was a good game plan when the Ravens had it. I think it'll be a good game plan this time. Did you almost just throw up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the way you said game plan the first time was really funny.
1: I don't
0: know. Game out, of, out of the
1: corner of my eye, I just see Rob go... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to let you finish your sentence before I just
1: start laughing out loud. Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely think they're
2: going to have to pound the rock. Yeah. I think you need to watch out for whoever scores first in the second half will win the game. I know that sounds bold. What? But I think whoever starts with the momentum in the second half
1: will win the game. What if it's 24-0? to zero?
2: Okay, and?
1: And they make it 24-3. to three.
2: Yeah, they have the momentum now. And they will just chug along. Because both of these teams can come back from a score like that. I actually I think, suppose.
0: I, I'm gonna be really honest with you. I I do see of course Patty Mahomes, the quarterback, and you got Travis Kelsey, but we have not seen them do anything like what the Niners did against the Lions. We have we don't know. And you know what's funny? People forget, people really forget that this team is where they are now, not because of the offense at all. Not of course they've helped, but that defense is the reason that the Chiefs are in this. It's been game. shocking. It's just, it's the defense. They, what did they put up uh, 20 points against the Bills, which is decent, and I think they put up 17 against the Ravens. 20 points is not good. 17, I know. 17 and 20 against Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, and you won. You, it was not the offense. It was 100% the defense. I, I think that they're the reason they're here, and they're the reason that they could win it all. Because the Chiefs' offense has to do enough, and that's, I I knowing what they're dealt dealt with which is a really fin- hall of fame tight end and developing receivers that's the best you can do is enough. You can't really expect Yeah. It much more. I I don't
1: see much of a high scoring uh, affair this time around. I think I think it's a good game, but I don't see much of a high scoring affair. I think the 49ers defense is obviously stifling as they've always been and I think uh that Mahomes is again going to have to do enough to keep up, but I think that defense is really Believe it or not, kind of become the the cornerstone of what they're doing over there.
0: And I think if it's a if it's a high scoring game, the advantage definitely goes to the Niners, in my opinion. Because if it's a high scoring game, who do you trust more on a third and ten? Of course, Mahomes might throw a better ball, but who do you trust Mahomes. on a third and ten? On no, I'm meaning to catch the ball. Mahomes. No, to catch the ball.
1: Mahomes.
0: Uh, I'm saying on third and ten, high scoring affair. Cheney,
1: I'm taking Mahomes.
0: High-scoring affair, you're taking Mahomes to yeah. I think We saw crazy. Lamar Jackson do it last week. Because it's just – I feel like every single high-scoring game is just bound to eventually be a mental error by not Kelsey. And How Mahoney.
1: many times did we bet against Tom Brady?
0: Uh, How many
1: times are we going to bet against Mahomes? Not an
0: absurd amount of times. All the
1: time. Every year. Is this the the collapse of the the Brady dynasty? That was
0: always before the season started.
1: No, it wasn't. When were you
0: ever going into the Super Bowl? Pretty much any time we could.
1: That's always the narrative. It's true. When when, when players are this good, when you talk about a Mahomes-type player, you know that in the big moments, the greats are going to step up. He
0: is going to step up. And he's one of the greats. I'm not saying he's not going to step up. What I'm saying is, on a third and ten, when he throws the ball to Valdez Scanling or Kadarius Tony, now don't get me wrong, or Valdez- Travis Kel- Scans- Kelsey, He's going to be doubled on eventually on a third and ten. He's not going to just um, automatically always be open. He's going to have to throw it to other receivers. If he throws it to Kelsey the whole Listen, game, the 49ers did something wrong. I'm w- not done. We could talk I'm about this done. all day. What I'm saying is, on a third and ten, And he has to throw it to Kadarius Toney, who twice has dropped a ball into an interception. Twice. Two times. Unbelievable. How is that possible? Or Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who did make up for his errors in regular season with catching the game winner, sorry Rob, against the Ravens. But he's also not crazy trustworthy either. You're going to try to believe that... Or
1: Rishi Rice.
0: Rishi Rice, who's done okay, but he's a rookie. You're, again, that's... Are you kidding me? You're going to tell me that a person that has was in college last year is just going to magically? There's still a potential that he, it, the lights might be too bright. It's the Super Bowl. There's so much that could happen. There's too much speculation. You're only consistent. How many with Super Bowls Kelsey. has
1: Brock Purdy played in?
0: That's a, again what I'm saying. Oh, so it's you, wait, so the lights the could be hand. too bright? It could be. I'm just saying on a so high now we're trusting fair, we're trusting I a never second said, year. I I said the ball will be perfect for Mahomes. I'm saying that. A mid-pass from Brock Purdy and a perfect ball from Mahomes. I trust Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle to catch it over Travis Kelsey and everyone else. We're not going to get
1: anywhere in this argument. That's all I'm saying.
2: Because the lights are too bright and no one ever wins their first Super Bowl.
0: Thank you, Rob. Whatever, man. All right.
2: Because when Patrick Mahomes went to the Super Bowl for the first time, the lights were too bright. And the second time he went, the lights were too bright. And the third time he went, the lights were the too time bright when
0: he was running for his life the whole game.
2: And was, is this the fourth time he's going right?
0: Yeah. Are the lights going to be
2: too bright?
1: I don't know what your point
2: is.
0: Yeah, you kind of lost me there. Yeah.
2: The lights are always bright. It's the Super Bowl.
0: I I get it, but there are people that it is too bright. Yeah, for.
1: I mean people do fold. Yeah.
0: Yes. How yeah. did how did we team up now? I was <laughs>
1: I was just arguing. I'm going to be it.
0: honest with you. You your best point was I am nervous for Brock Purdy. I am nervous that the lights will be too bright for him. And I feel like everyone's always doubting Brock Purdy. And I really hope. See, the the Chiefs can win. I just hope the 49ers don't lose because of Brock Purdy. Because that would kill me. I agree. Because I don't think he's what everyone wants him to be, which is just a bad quarterback. I think he's good. I think he's made to be in this league. And if he just goes out there and does everything right, win or lose, he's an established quarterback in the league. And that's what I think is a win for the Niners even in a loss. Ooh, I don't know if Even in win a for the loss. Niners. I said even in a loss it's a it's a small win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I hope that Brock Purdy is it doesn't get too bright for him. It is time for quote of the week. Quote of the week. Okay. So, Clay Thompson <laughs> is I think we add music in. <laughs> I think we should add our own sort of pizzazz. The music's over now. We spent all of the time to my <laughs> intro. To do now, it's just going to be waste just so me much talking time on this show. It's now just me talking now. So, Clay Thompson is one of the best shooting guards of this generation and a future Hall of Famer. But this season has no doubt been a very challenging time for the Splash Bro. Even in, with his better than average shooting this year, it has appeared that he's lost a piece of his game. Recently, he has hit another low by getting benched for the last seven minutes of a close win against the Brooklyn Nets. His response to the media tells exactly how he's feeling. Yes, Thompson said. When asked if, he, uh, if his struggles have been tough on him, you kidding me? Go go from, you know, one of the best players and then he just had silence and he said, it's hard for anybody. And then he said, I'll be honest with you, it's very hard. So, with Clay Thompson's struggles, do you guys feel like it's time for the Warriors to move on? Or do you think that he should Embrace a future role player role that he might go into with staying with the Warriors.
1: I don't think moving on is going to be the way to go because I don't think he's going to get much trade value, and I think he is. It's going to hurt the organization's look if he if they move on from him. Um, Golden State is to this point been a place where you can be homegrown and you can win championships, and uh, to keep that image just for free agency, I think it's a big. Uh, big deal that people kind of overlook. You want to make yourself desirable in free agency. Um, so, I don't think they should move on from him. Um, it all depends on him, really, whether he can become a role player or if he just wants to retire.
0: Do you think the Warriors are win now? Because I, no. No, I don't fully no. think they are. Of course, you're always in win now when you're with the franchise, but... I just, We're I, talking
1: about the the front office. I
0: think the front office is not in win now. So what? In my opinion, I kind of agree with you, but in a different light of just just let him ride it out. Just let him ride it out. Just let it. I mean, of
1: course, as a fan, it's easier to say.
0: Yeah, of course. because um, um, when you know your job's on the line and you're yeah. just like letting him. be Now, terrible. as a GM,
1: well, if you want to get rid of Clay Thompson, you might as well get rid of Steph Curry. Why? Because he's getting older. You can still get top tier value for him. You can get a ton of, of capital for him, and he's only got a couple more years, and who knows? I mean, we could be talking about Steph Curry in this late in a couple of years. And now he can go win a championship with a, a team with, you know, even one more superstar. Put him on a good team, uh, he can win a championship now. He's not going to do it with the Warriors, at least this current team. Something else with, you know, just
2: Clay Thompson in general, you know, even on his down year, he's still a good player, right? You can't take that away from him. It's not like he's an atrocious player who shouldn't be on the court the entire time. Yeah, you know, Yes, he got benched for the last seven minutes, but he's also playing poorly now. He's an established player who, if he can alternate into more of a role player, will make him, honestly, that much better career-wise. But there's also always just the off chance there's just a lull. True. He could Absolutely. always just bounce right back. And that's one of the hard things, especially with basketball, because it's so easy to get into a lull and break out of it at the same time because of how many games there are, how often you're repeating the same process, and it's really only the true greats that don't have those lulls. And you
1: see it a lot in shooters especially too. It's a very good point. You see it a lot in shooters because you know it's not really that athleticism. It's more of can you get a shot to fall? And certain times, that's a that's a lot of, it's a big mental aspect. It's kind of like bask or baseball almost, um, where people can go through those lulls, and then all of a sudden heat up and find it and start hitting like crazy from deep. You see entire teams do this.
0: But do you want know a way to get out of that? A kind of like a quick like, a quick change would be to leave, for Clay Thompson. To leave, if, yeah. If you get if you bring him to a new team, it kind of forces you changes to – changes role. Change, you get a new scenery, you get a new start. Sometimes a fresh start is how you get out of that lull so the question is can he figure it out like can he finally get that click to happen where he's back to being who he is is this permanent or would a change of scenery work now it's just this constant like
1: do we know if up. he has a no trade clause I'm sure Steph does we were talking about him but
0: people are always speculating he's going to be dealt by because this but Thursday do,
1: do we know if he has a trade clause
0: I don't think so because because you
1: can still get dealt I mean Dame had a no trade clause That's, was it Dame KD, maybe? Part That's, of the no-trade
2: clause is that if you accept the trade, yeah, as a exactly. player. So.
1: so you just have to okay it.
2: And I think especially for someone like Clay with the team he's been on for as long as he's been on it, saying yes to a trade feels hard. You know, I agree. Maybe if you know there's a chance you could always re-sign next year or in two years, wherever he is on his contract.
0: Well, actually, Clay. Might- me- had contract disputes this offseason because Wiggins and Draymond, and of course Steph, all make triple digits in the millions, and Clay's recent offer wasn't over $100 million. and this was before all this happened, so he's been getting, he's been disputing his future with the Warriors which increases the kind of like the idea that he would move on now, again, you gotta know he had his whole career here he hasn't ever moved this is where he became a Hall of Famer and a top five shooter of all time. So you wonder where does that loyalty lie? But but then I also remember that this is the NBA and loyalty. there's no loyalty. There's no loyalty. No loyalty. The only teams that have loyalty are the Warriors and Dame Lillard, and one of them ended. Giannis. Yeah, well, yeah, but they're winning. You know, like wait wait till they don't make the playoffs. True, but when has Steph Curry ever lost? They lost.
1: well when he got hurt. What happened when it became hopeless in
0: Portland? True, true, true. Winning does heal everything.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Dame did go through a lot of losing seasons with Portland. He did. But he was never yeah. hopeless. They always told him they were gonna build. Yeah, true. That that is true. So I mean, I bet that's what the Bucks would say. We're bu- we're building. We're building <laughs> <laughs> We're building. <laughs> but uh I, I hope Clay gets it because I how can you not love watching Clay when he's in, when, he's, when he's playing well him when him and Steph are on fire they're so fun to watch so I hope he doesn't leave I hope he doesn't leave as a fan
1: of course as a fan yeah you I definitely don't want hope him to leave
0: because you want there to be somewhat anything of loyalty in this league like can anyone because the face of the league for the last twenty years has bounced around three teams four moves so like everyone moves so it's time for game time. So you guys voted and the winner by a overwhelmingly land by an overwhelming landslide. Oh I can't words, man. Liam won. Yeah. That's me. Only one even
2: when it's in the polls I still lose. (laughs) You weren't one of the
1: answers. He was just opping me. He just wanted to see me down.
0: So, Liam got to make the game for this week, and we kind of know very little to nothing about what you've done. Yep. We just needed to prove that it was possible for the listeners and viewers to enjoy. So, Liam, for the first time, the segment is yours.
1: Okay. All right, so we got a game I like to call Choose Your Fighter by, obviously, the most handsome DHH host of all time.
2: I didn't make this game.
1: So, what's going to go on is I'm going to give you two to three, I think it's only two to three, uh, players, and I'm going to give you a category, and you're going to have to tell me, very simply, which one has more of them. So, for our first uh, endeavor here, we'll do a, a, you know, little trial round. Uh, We have completions. We're going only playoffs, and it's their entire career, okay?
0: So all these are off of statistics of just playoffs, entire career. Yes. Okay.
1: Throughout their entire career, who has more completions, Aaron Rodgers or Joe Flacco? Now, you guys would give me the answer, either Flacco or Rodgers. Rodgers. And I would... Flacco. Reveal the two answers just like that for all of you guys to see. And obviously, I'll tell you guys because you guys can't see the screen. And then the answer is? The answer is Rodgers. I win! I presented this both of them yesterday as my trial slide and they both got it wrong. Yeah. As you can see, it's not close. They both don't know ball. Uh first one. Ready?
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Can I just put it out there? The no. little that we knew <laughs> you lied to us. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: So uh for our first one we have passer rating all-time in the playoffs and our two contestants thomas edward brady or peyton manning
0: oh 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 peyton manning tom brady
1: we got one for peyton one for brady uh the, keep your own points
0: i i just i in my opinion before we go the only reason Do I'm you going not have tom a pen brady? on you the only reason i'm going to i'm out brady? of character wow it's because of the Patriots' defense got so many picks off of Manning in a couple postseason games. So if I'm wrong, I've I'd I'd just I, I just think of, I just think of those games. That's the first thought I have. Brady,
1: ninety-seven point two. Peyton, ninety-six
0: point five. Booya! Nice.
1: Most postseason career sacks. Three players for this one. And, and Sue, Julius Peppers, Nick Bosa.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: I will give you a point whether you get the first or last one. You get a total of two points for both.
0: So you have to guess the first and the last. Yeah. So just first him, second. Let's just do first second third. Put them in
1: order. If you get the first one so or you get the last so one, Sue, you get a point.
0: Sue Bosa Peppers. Correct. See, the problem with Peppers is, how many postseasons has he gone to? Because he was on the Panthers when they were good, but then stayed on the Panthers when they were bad. And he went on one postseason run. He went on two postseason runs. But how impactful was he in those two postseason runs? Because he went on a good one with the with the Bears and a good one with the Panthers. But even with the He's good a Packer. One... Oh, my goodness. And that's a lot of postseasons. And Sue
1: also had a kind of a similar career. He was a Lion long term. But that played on the Dolphins, Rams, and Eagles. The Rams, and Buccaneers. The
0: Rams, Eagles, and Bucks are where his sacks came from. But how many of those were sacks? Like, how many sacks? Well,
1: the Lions made the postseason at least once. once. What was the third option? Nick Bosa.
0: Once and it was a shootout, though. Who we're
1: just talking about Young.
0: I gotta go Sue third. Sue third? Sue third. Um, I'm going Sue third. Oh, you know? Oh, man. This one's tough. I'm going... Peppers, Bosa, Sue. Rob?
2: I was going to go uh, Peppers, Sue, Bosa.
0: Peppers, Sue,
1: Bosa.
2: Yeah.
1: Sue, seven sacks. Peppers, six and a half sacks. Nick Bosa, ten sacks.
0: Boom, I got at least one point. Did you? Yeah, no. I pick, no, I picked you Peppers picked, first. You picked, uh, no, I was wrong. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I, picked was, Peppers I was going to say,
1: I don't think either of you got a point. No, neither. Did you of get them
0: it? all three wrong?
1: All yes. all six guesses combined were wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Wow, all right. Pepper's only six and a half. Yeah, only six He's and a half. He's been to a lot of postseasons. Yeah, I mean Packers. His
2: probably general tackle numbers are probably very high. And
1: he was also older once he went on those mm-hmm. playoff runs. Also,
0: credit to Sue though. For Sue had seven. seven. Yeah, that's incredible. I think
1: the real stat we're glancing over is Bosa's ten sacks already.
0: Yeah, but Bosa was. The, the guy's big. an animal. It was DPOY, but he's been in the postseason like every year he's true. played. So true. I think he's probably been up there with just as many postseason runs as they have. True. In, in his young career. But if
1: you're not that surprised, why wasn't he first on your list?
0: Because he's young, and there's also exactly. So and there's also Hargrave. There was uh, what was it Armstead at one point? Mm? There's so many. Oh other yeah, there's, there's D-line. talented D line. Yeah. So I was like, they gotta share the wealth. Little did I know, he does not share the wealth.
1: Next one is career playoff receptions. First one, Stefan Diggs. <laughs> second one, Antonio Brown. Oh. Third one, Larry Ritzbitz Fitzgerald.
2: Antonio Brown, Fitzgerald, uh, Stefan Diggs. I'm in going that order. You're
0: going to remember that? Yes. I'm going Stefan Diggs last, and to make it interesting, I'll swap first and second. I'm going to go Fitz. Can you first. write him down? I'm going Fitzy. All right, I'll write him down. All right, I'm going Fitz first just because if I'm going down, I'm going down route for and for uh, the goat. For the goat, exactly. Fitz, Brown, and then uh, uh, what was the third? Oh, uh, Diggs. Stephon Diggs. But he's he's on all of our bad lists. So he's, True. He's got, uh, Rob, who did you go with?
1: He's just he – I went first Brown. Yeah, I went – I'll tell you. I Brown, Fitzgerald,
2: then Diggs.
1: Diggs, 69. Nice. A.B., 59. Whoa. Larry Fitz, 57.
0: Wow. So, Diggs was first, Brown second. I got second right.
1: Does not matter.
0: Oh, second doesn't matter? Second oh, doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. We went over 3. 0 for 3 yeah. again. <laughs> That's so funny. You guys are terrible Our at this game. Our lack of faith in Stephon Diggs. Now he gets 69 receptions.
1: Because he went with the uh, member of the Minneapolis Miracle. Mm-hmm. You guys are forgetting all those postseason runs with the Vikings. And now he went to the Bills. Yeah. Another good team. He's always in the postseason. But this Larry a, Fitz only had really the two, one, two. two runs.
0: He had the one where he'd made that miracle against Green Bay and then that Super
1: Bowl. And A.B. didn't have any Super Bowl runs uh, aside from... No, did he, of, did he make it? Did divi- he make it? Was he on that Super Bowl team? A lot of Bowl divisional
0: team? round exits for those Steelers. Yeah,
1: yeah they, they make the playoffs and also he always, uh, True. And he but always, they lose in the playoffs a lot.
0: And he always had to deal with Le'Veon Bell getting a lot of the load, and he also had the deal true. with Martavis Bryant, Juju yeah. at one point. There was always a second wide receiver on the Steelers. There was always a second guy taking target.
2: You know all these things, but you still got it wrong. Crazy.
0: Well, no, because well, now that I know. It, it makes sense th- once it you makes see sense it. once
1: you see it. It's tough, though.
0: Well, when you hear just the names, you just think of name quality.
1: You don't think of...
0: You know,
1: next one we're talking INTs
0: well, this one's gonna be impossible we
1: got prime time Neon Dion Sanders up against LOB best receiver in the league Richard Sherman
0: just between those two
1: who get more picks postseason
0: oh man the legion of boom oh <sighs> I want to agree with him so much because it just makes more sense. But what
1: Richard makes for good Sherman? TV?
0: Dion Sanders getting a pick six. You know what? You went with Richard Sherman. Let's make that interesting. I'll go prime time.
1: Rolling the dice. I love it.
0: Just rolling the dice. Just I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I got to go with it. Show me
1: five for Neon Dion. Okay. Four for LLB.
0: Booyah! Off of just randomly guessing.
2: <laughs> that wasn't randomly guessing. I picked the other option.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rushing Tutties. Oh,
0: this one. Oh, man.
1: It's going to be a weird they one. They all
0: sound difficult before you say the names.
1: going <laughs> to be a weird one. Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, and LeGarrette Blunt.
0: Same thing, first or You Ooh, get first or LeGarrette, you get the third? LeGarrette, Hurts, CMC. I'm I'm pretty close to that being a lock.
1: Can tie the I game can. right here.
2: Yeah dude No I can't, I'm down two oh.
1: You can get the first you and third one. and yeah. he can get zero.
2: True. But I really like his list. Uh you know what? I'm gonna go C M C then Blunt then Hertz.
1: Five for Hertz. Six for CMC. Eleven for Legarrett Blunt. I got a point! Sudden rub Rob.
0: Uh, sure, I'll take it. So, really? CMC has six? Oh, we're counting this postseason, too? Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about this postseason. Yep. I just kind of eliminated it from my... Yep. But even so, it's still... But like I'm even... sure Hurts might have gotten Hertz, one, right? But Hurts' Super Bowl run last year, he just got like... Tush-pushing. Tush-pushing his way through. I, you know, you gotta think. like You gotta at least have like five, and I thought... CMC, oh, no, it's a solid guess. I thought it'd be five and four, so... How many more questions we got?
1: One. Hold on. Two.
0: We got two more. Final two.
1: All right. Our next one here. We got career playoff wins. Tom Brady. Pete Carroll. (laughs) Tom Coughlin. (laughs) Mike Tomlin.
0: Oh, man. That's a tough one.
1: It's all fun and games until you hear the names.
0: So, Mike Tomlin was not there for the first Steelers run where Ben Rothberger was like 20 something, but he was there for the one against or the Cardinals. Or was he? No, he wasn't there for
1: the Seahawks. Or he was he? Still cower. Or was he?
0: You're making me just. Now you're playing. Oh.
2: Ho. If he's part of. Now, I have a question. If they are on a team as part of the coaching staff, they're are a head coach. Okay, just needed to clarify yep. that because they've all been in the league. They the need to be long. head coaches. Then, needed to be head coach. And then what is it, Pete Carroll?
1: Pete Carroll. Yeah. Tom Coughlin. Mike Tomlin.
2: Uh, so, I'm going Pete Carroll, Tom Coughlin,
0: and then, well, I guess we got to have, have to include Tom uh, Coughlin's Jaguar days, don't we? What no.
1: He was front office. He was not a head coach.
0: He never, before Giants.
1: Oh, Yeah. So I mean, anywhere I, where he was a head coach, yes. He was the head
0: coach of the... I believe he was the head coach of the Jags he went, before the Jags. he went back to the and Jags he went after. he on a run with the Jags. Or did he? I, I think he went on one run with the Jags.
1: Or did he? I don't know. Oh.
0: Really no. Could you have added Bill Belichick to the list? <laughs> that would have made life so much easier. You know what? Oh, man. It's just... I don't want to say my list first. Cause I'm not confident at all.
2: I'll go... Uh, Pete Carol Coughlin.
1: Carol Coughlin Tomlin. Is that what you're going with? Yes. Okay. You got that um, down like, Ben?
0: Yeah, Carol. You said Carol Coughlin Tom. He has it in the list of yep. why well, I just named the people. Oh man. Uh, I a lot, think lot of noises,
1: not a lot of guessing.
0: I'm gonna go Tom Coughlin first. I'm gonna go uh, Tomlin, oh, this is so difficult. I'm not confident. Hold on. Give me two more seconds. I got to restart. Oh, yeah. Take
1: all the time you need. Uh, just extend the show. Yeah, I'm sorry, everyone, but yeah. this is I Apologize tough. for the, for the viewers. It's always great audio just hearing Ben go, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> Those of
1: you at, at home who inevitably have it already, I apologize.
0: I'm going to go Coughlin, Tomlin, Carroll.
1: Coughlin, Tomlin, Carroll. You're sure? <laughs>
0: no. No. <laughs> I'm not at all. That's
1: what you're locking in?
0: Locking it in. I'm so scared. I'm not Pete up.
1: Carroll, eleven. Tom Coughlin, twelve. Mike Tomlin, eight. I got one. You did. Yes. You did.
0: <laughs> and Rob
1: got one.
0: One? Alright, word. That still in it Rob was the hardest one of them all. That one stunk.
1: Last question here, you're still in it. Career playoff field goals made. <laughs> Good luck, boys.
2: <laughs>
1: Harrison Bucker. That's Evan McPherson. The Goat. Justin Tucker.
0: Wow. See, you got to remember, Billy Cundiff was there on their uh, early days of you season sure? postseason. You And when he missed and went wide right, that was around 2012. So we're going off of 2013, Baltimore, and on. So, like, their Super Bowl was, I think he was on the Super Bowl roster, but then with Evan McPherson, he had two playoff runs. But Bucker has made a lot of clutch kicks. I'm thinking this through, but, but... They didn't kick many field goals when in the homes. so this is very. very got to think about what offenses
1: are kicking field goals.
0: Exactly, and I got to remember the Tennessee game where he kicked a ton. McPherson, he kicked a lot of field goals in that
2: game. He might have. Um, in order, number one, I have to for the brand Justin Tucker. Yeah. Knew it. Number two, I'm going Bucker. Love it. And three, McPherson
1: kick fearless.
0: Kick fearless. I'm going 1, Bucker. I'm going 2, Tucker. 3, McFearless.
1: Bucker, 28. McPherson, 19. Justin Tucker, 18. Wow. Shocker, right? So... Could not believe it.
0: I got 1, and Rob got... 1. 1. Right? Yeah.
1: Wait. Yes. He got McPherson... Oh no! Well, no, Mexican.
0: no, he got. Nine. Yeah,
1: because JT was last.
0: Yeah, how is how?
1: I I had to how? I had to double check it. I had to triple check it. <laughs> That's all. I unreal. had to look up McPherson's stats and Justin Tucker's stats. But you
0: also got to remember that they. Uh, no offense to you, Rob, but like before, like this season, the early the Lamar days, they haven't had that much success besides touchdowns. He's been yeah. barely out. There. I mean, I guess. And they had an aggressive offense at that one year that they made the postseason. They
1: were just going for two every single but time. But he's played for so long. Yeah. Shocked me. But they Shocked didn't go me.
0: to the playoffs a lot at the end of Flacco's days. They missed the postseason. And I believe... If it came down to
2: extra points, I wouldn't be surprised if he crushes them.
1: Extra points, he's been killing it. Yeah. Field goals, not so much.
0: McPherson, the only reason... McPherson
1: I actually, concerned. I believe, has a better field goal percentage than both.
0: I, I My thing is, I knew Bucker was first just because I've he been in so many postseason kicks so many field i had Bucker first but the reason i was like he no way he's gonna put justin tucker at third i think he just wanted to trick rob and make him him first because my thought process was but there's no way because mcpherson kicked a lot of field goals in that super bowl run true uh, the first he did we lost the rams so that's crazy he kicked 19 of them 19 that's unbelievable i'm undefeated still sorry Rob. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, th- I thought it was a really close game
0: five to two
1: five to three you didn't give him his last point i didn't oh no he didn't get his last point oh, i'm no, sorry <laughs> <laughs> don't hit the wires don't hit the wires don't hit the wires All right. that was the slowest storm out i've ever seen in my life i'm stuck in
0: the <laughs> <laughs> alright so we're gonna go to the next segment <laughs> hopefully with Rob <laughs> it's time for comment time alright guys we got quite the amount of comments here cause we did a giveaway whoa, to which you had to comment a tape that you had for us to read for you guys so we got a lot gonna take a little bit and one of these commenters will get a chance to win a hoodie us. What? A
1: hoodie. You don't mean a hoodie. Sounds pretty good. Hoodie.
0: All right. So we're going to the first comment is from SportsChick68. Take thoughts on NFL teams seemingly passing on veteran coaches like Carol and Belichick. Well, first off. Pete Carroll retired, so this is more just Belichick.
1: Well, he went front office. But
0: well, still, yeah. He didn't retire from retire football. from coaching.
2: I also have a qualm with the way you read it, because the word take has a question mark after it, so it should have been take, you know, with the good question true I am true.
0: so sorry. It's a good point, Rob. So, basically, what do you guys think of Co- uh, teams passing on Belichick?
1: Uh,
0: I love the decision. Uh, get what? him out of the league. What's wrong with you? What's
1: He's I, won enough games. You don't want to know what it's like without him on the Patriots? No,
2: I really do. I, I'm just, just as surprised. I was
1: so hoping he was going to Atlanta Falcons.
0: Because I just wanted to see what would happen. Here's my theory. Is it that nobody hired him? Or did he say no? I don't know. Because the Falcons... There's because They let's interviewed say him twice. If this is Dallas, I'd be more inclined to be like, Oh, they just didn't hire him. If this is like any of those types of teams... But when it comes to the Falcons, there's still a shot out there that he said no. That's all I'm saying. True. That they offered it. two- Two interviews, person. though? You don't go in for
1: two interviews if you're going to turn down that job.
0: That's the thing. Maybe the second interview did something. There's so much speculation. I think he just didn't get the job. But- Did, did
2: he talking. demand to also be the GM in these interviews? Could have another- been. Big that thing. could be a huge thing. Did he still need to be the GM of the Patriots and the other team's head coach at the same time? Which is
1: so wild to think about because he really was not a good GM. No. He he put his players in a position to win, but he didn't put in a team, his team in a position to get the players.
0: I I personally think that if there's a team that's perfect, like a Tampa Bay Bucks of Brady that he should go to, it's the either the Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys because I think they're right there on the brink and their coaching has been what has held them back or a style of coaching has held them back. I feel like Sirianni's too – that he just doesn't have that – I don't know. There's something missing with Sirianni. I can't really put a in it. Light's too bright? Maybe. No. It's not that. It's something else. But you know what I'm saying? There's something missing there with him. And Mike McCarthy, why on earth are they giving Doesn't him another make shot? Any sense. It's, the Eagles must thank them for the free division that they're about to get. Sorry, unless your team figures it out. but It's going to happen. It's, if your team figures it out, thanks for not allowing the Cowboys to have a shot besides the regular season. Like, really? Like, what's wrong with the Cowboys in that regard? But I think Belichick is being picky. But at the same time, I don't think he got the job in Atlanta. That's how I'm going with it. Fair enough. So, they, uh, And then the next one is from Tristan Ham 3. We're going to remain on Patriot Legends. Thoughts on Tom Brady kissing his kids on the lips. It's not just like a quick peck. He like fully locks lips for like seconds at a time. And they're like in their early teens. Kind of weird.
1: I think it's hilarious that in the game I put in the picture of Brady kissing his son. Because I had no prior knowledge of this comment. For
0: all you listeners... Liam decided to put pictures with all these athletes for people that are watching on video. For the viewers' pleasure. And he made some funny ones, and one was between Brady and Manning, and he gave Manning a gigantic forehead. But what did you do with Tom Brady?
1: I had him kissing his son.
0: But not the j- one, the one with Manning was
2: photoshopped. The one with Brady was not.
0: Yeah, that makes it worse.
2: Listen, I understand.
1: Hey, he's your goat. I mean, he's not.
0: He's everyone's goat. He's your goat say he's not your goat
1: Eli's my goat no he's not two time he Joe beats, Flacco's my goat he
0: lost a super hot fire in a two time contest. he's nice how
1: many rings are up there six six of them right yeah oh, okay I'm just making sure I thought it was eight for whatever reason <laughs>
0: <laughs> should be How's was a good one. should be nine but anyway um why because Eagles two Giants
1: why should it be nine you make- could say it should be zero, because he should have lost all of them. Because he kept kissing his kids on the lips. Which in some countries is a felony. Right,
0: anyway.
1: So- Don't look that up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mainly
1: because you might get flagged, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're watching.
1: Well, That was a weird direction the show just took.
2: Well, I'm glad, you know, they're watching our show. Thank you, whoever you are.
0: <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> Um yeah that's a uh, thanks for the comment. More we could say about that. Uh next one is from Rob, can you please say this one cuz I need to hear you try it. All right. Uh Balenciaga Bagul.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 they made me promise that you would try and say it at least once.
1: No way.
2: It's Balenciaga Gabagul.
0: Balenciaga Gabagul.
1: Yeah. It sounds like a, a little kid Speaking his first words.
0: That's exactly what it sounded like. Uh, like uh, Oh, that was good. Eli Manning, Hall of Famer. More like Hall of Faker. Liam, response.
1: Balenciaga Gabagool. More like stupid. Bad comment. That's my goat.
0: And then the next one's for you, Rob. Should people with mustaches be allowed in sports? What about the greater society?
2: I think the greater society... All knows that the mustache is the king of facial hair. That's the reason it's the only facial hair allowed for the best team in sports history, the New York Yankees. It's actually the, uh,
0: it's actually right now, I think it's like the detached goatee is the most popular facial hairstyle right now.
1: Well, where are you pulling that source from? His ass. At least you, we knew it was speculation.
2: No, no, that's that's a rule that the Yankees have. It's the only yeah, facial you said hair it you can was grow the, is... You said it was
1: the go to facial hair. It is. I just I just see all the celebrities having wearing
2: it. Teddy Roosevelt, Raleigh Fingers. Need I
1: say more?
0: Why do you want Me. Teddy Roosevelt, to and Raleigh, Raleigh Fingers. A
1: Raleigh. <laughs> Is that how far <laughs> you have to leap to come up with another mustache?
0: A relief. No, but he Raleigh Fingers from, has a great mustache. If you haven't president. seen Raleigh Fingers mustache, look up Raleigh Fingers mustache. <laughs> he went from the twenty. Name another mustache,
2: friend. quick. Nestor Cortez.
0: He went from. He went from the 26th president to a relief pitcher. <laughs> and now all he's got is baseball players again. <laughs> name a non-baseball player president that was so famous for him How himself. many
1: people with detached goatees can you name? <laughs> 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 I got it's the greatest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> the de- de- detached goatee is... What are you talking the about? The Detached goatee is new in fashion, baby. How did we get on men's facial hair?
0: <laughs> Let's yaga gabagool. Oh
1: my god.
0: <laughs> and the last one. Who is LeBron and why is he on the same level of goat status as Joey Chestnut?
1: Because they've both been equally dominant in their respective sports. So you got to put respect on both of these goats' names.
0: And they both are known for their dogs.
1: And their detached goatees. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And also have fashion. both have very famous pictures of them in oversized clothing.
0: <laughs>
2: what? Jo- Joey Chestnut always wears a really large t-shirt, and LeBron James's Irish high school jerseys was always super baggy on them.
1: I, I get that they both probably have a picture with a hot dog, too. Right? <laughs> what are yeah, we but talking about? Yeah, I think about? the odds
2: are higher for Chestnut with that one.
1: I guess. I suppose.
0: All right. So but anyway, LeBron James
2: is a basketball player. We didn't really mention that
0: part. All right. We're going to move on to <laughs> McIntyre.Ryan. I like wonder who this is. <laughs> it's got to be a guy named, like, Phil or something, right? <laughs> so, I'd like to hear your all's take on the top five most underrated players in the NFL, MLB, and NBA. You're going to have to wait on that one. But... Yeah, chill out. Just, just <laughs> Relax. Hold the horses. Relax. But we're going to answer your other comment really quickly. Uh, thoughts on. Thought, stop hitting me. Thoughts on Baker Mayfield? Will he get paid? Thoughts on how much Baker Mayfield will get paid this offseason?
1: Probably a bit too much.
0: Just enough.
1: Well, you see it with playoff performers when they need to get paid the next year, they usually get a little bit of an inflated contract just because they have to. Because other teams will be vying for them, Um, I think he stays, and I think it's decent amount of money.
0: He stays, gets a pay cut, so Evans stays. Could be. That's my. Would
1: love to see it. He's gonna stay, and then they go to the Super Bowl
0: and win it all. Super Bowl. Baker Mayfield, Super Bowl MVP, 2025, Super Bowl 59. They
1: lose to Caleb Williams and the Giants in the Super Bowl.
0: He's going to the Commanders.
1: I mean, they also can't play the Giants in the Super Bowl, so everything was wrong.
0: So. <laughs> all right, so. All right, guys, it's time to give away our Dear Hollow Heroes hoodie. Liam we just Schultz. did all of
1: this, by the way, and we weren't recording audio, so you're seeing it the second time. This is the hoodie.
0: <laughs> He's so upset. Whenever he thinks he did something super cool and it didn't get caught on camera or on audio, he gets very upset. So. Rob will be spinning the wheel to determine who is the winner. Rob, take it away.
2: (laughs) The winner is, by decision
1: via wheel, Mac. Hey! Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. So, uh, the user McIntyre.Ryan, you are the winner of a free Dear Hollow Heroes hoodie. Just, uh, we'll DM you. And have your k-
1: people call our people. people we'll, we'll set, we'll up, set it we'll up. We'll
0: set it up, yeah. All right. It is time for the burning questions.
2: Ben, you took my sheet.
0: Oh, I did? There you go. Very so, professional. Our first burning question is, who are the top five most underrated players in the NFL, MLB, and NBA? So, do we have our list so far?
1: I have my list.
0: You have your
2: list? I have to get my list out. You have to get your list out? I don't know where
0: So, would you want to start with MLB, NBA,
1: or NFL? Let's start with MLB. MLB? All it's right. A pretty, a little bit off brand for me. Right. Uh, first name, I got Tyro Estrada on the Giants. Speed demon, plays a lot at second base. Uh, good OPS, a lot of extra base hits, good player. Next one, Mark Canna. Offensively, he's doing much better um, each year of his career. Starting to come on. Um, from the Mets? Yeah, from the Mets. Yeah, yeah. The very one. Mm-hmm. Uh, third one, Christian Walker. First baseman for the D-backs. Thought he was instrumental in getting them to the World Series, even though he didn't play well down the stretch. Thought he just still had a very good season. Fourth, Logan Webb. That one we can all agree on, I feel like. Very, uh, very available pitcher, A lot of innings pitched. Very good season. Mm-hmm. Last one, Bryson Stott, second baseman for the Phillies, another integral piece on a deep champ- or a playoff run. That ultimately, ultimately, you know, ended a little bit short, but still a cornerstone.
0: And for you, Rob.
2: <coughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, all good. Just had to yeah. clear
2: my throat there for a second. I'm starting off with a uh, second baseman, Gleyber Torres.
1: Is this going to be five Yankees? No, it's not going to be five. He's the Yankees. greatest. I had to make sure.
0: He's the greatest second baseman <laughs> I've ever seen. No,
2: he's not the greatest second baseman you've ever seen. But he is constantly left out of top-tier second baseman discussions when he has been one of the most consistent second baseman baseball seen in the last three years. Now, over those three years, has he been the best second baseman in each individual season? No. But because of that, he's he's been probably a top five in each of those seasons. But because the peaks of different players kind of pass him throughout those three stretches, people bump him down their list. But if you compare those three seasons all along, he should be right up there with the top of them.
1: We got to get through forty-five of these.
2: I understand. You also <laughs> you gave explanations for yours.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Did you not? No, but it's fine.
2: <laughs> all right, then I'm going to go Tyler Tyler O'Neill.
1: Good one. He's a good uh, yeah, utility guy.
2: Lars Newpahr. Great name. Is that it? Two Cardinals? Yes, two Cardinals. Okay. It right. was going to be three. I cut one. So, deal with it. I have two from this. Who
1: was the one you cut, just out of curiosity?
2: Take a guess. Paul Goldschmidt.
1: It was. <laughs>
0: what? No way. Was yeah. it really? What? Yeah. He's one of the best first basemen in the league, and everyone knows it. No. Maybe not this year. Maybe not this year, but when he went to the Cardinals? What? Okay, D-backs Paul We have Goldsman? to do
1: 45 of these.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is oh, Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll calm down.
2: And I'm going to go Hasan Kim. Okay. And I have, what, one more? Sure. Aaron Judge. Are you I should have said no. I should have said no.
1: Why? I should
2: have said. I'm sorry. No. We have to
0: address this. Why?
1: What were you thinking? Uh
2: he is the best to ever do it. And he should be talked about more.
1: You are so delusional.
0: Okay, I'm, we're moving on. My top five most underrated players in the MLB. Number five I have is Michael Harris II. I think he's pivotal towards the Braves, and I think he's like forgotten because there's so many Braves. But he's the he's their defensive guy in the outfield. Like He saves a lot of their games. Number four I have is Aaron Nola. I think he is pivotal for the pitching staff. And I think, again, same thing. He's good, and everyone knows he's good but they don't know how pivotal he is to that team. And same thing, uh, Aaron Nola. Three, Freddie Peralta. I think he's a top five relief pitcher in the league, and who knows him? No one, because Josh Hader was in front of him when he was in uh, Milwaukee. And then he got the he kind of got his – the second he became the guy in the bullpen, no one cared about Milwaukee anymore. <laughs> so, so I got Freddie Peralta. Two, I got Logan Webb. I think everyone knows Logan Webb. Yeah. Deserves to be on that list. And then number one, same thing back to Mo- uh, Milwaukee. Brandon Woodruff, I think he is a phenomenal top tier pitcher. Actually, pretty solid. And everyone thinks Corbin Burns, and well, not anymore. But, but uh, on, on, in Milwaukee, of course. But I think Brandon Woodruff for a while was the ace for that team, and then Corbin Burns kind of took it in a way. Kind of that year he broke out. So
2: by winning the Cy Young.
0: Yeah, but still,
2: he's he just slightly edged him out. Yeah, slightly. But weren't
0: they back? They were there. They were the battle for Cy Young. Was on the same team. Like they, I think Woodruff was like third or fourth or something. Oh, who was first? Cor- okay, relax. Oh, okay, Corbin Burns. But that's why Brandon Woodruff was underrated because he was fourth and everyone forgot about him. So anyway, so what do you want to go to next, guys? NBA, NBA. All right, you seem ready.
1: Uh, Alperine Sanguine, and I'm sorry, I probably butchered that name.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Houston offense runs through them, and nobody knows who it is. And admittedly, before this season, I didn't know who he was. Watch some, Watch some Rockets games. Very good player.
0: I'm going to put it out there. I wanted to name a Rocket. I just don't know any Rockets because they've been playing well. Yeah. But I don't know who to say. Fred. Anybody on the Rockets. You know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going I'm I'm to give one away. Second on my list. The Rockets, <laughs> <laughs> just any rocket ever <laughs> <laughs> this year. This year,
1: um, second, Jared Allen. I have his jersey. That's the guy, big shot blocker, rebounder. Finally, really, I think is starting to hit his stride in Cleveland. Uh, third, Desmond Bain, or Bain. Um, th- everyone talks about Jaw. Grizzlies, right? Yeah. Grizzly. Yeah. Everyone talks about Jaw. He's a very good player. Um, Desmond Bain is. Right there with him, he's his counterpart, and I know they're struggling this season, but uh, Desmond Bain's still a very good player. Fourth, I had to be a homer for one pick, right? Duncan Robinson, guy's lights out from three, plays the high pick and roll so well, and is an absolute spark plug off the bench and never gets named in any six-man conversations. Fifth, Lori Markkinen, very good scorer, um, not the best defender, but he's you know he's putting up numbers over in Utah. And, again, nobody talks about him. He was an all-star, I think, either last year or two years ago. And, you know, he's starting to hit his stride after coming out of Chicago. Uh,
0: I I kind of went – do you mind if I go next? Yeah, go right oh, down. yeah, no, yeah, disrupt the order. So, yeah, that's fine. So, I went I went Homer on the first one. Fifth, I have Lou Dort. He's the defense. He's, yeah, he's a, a good team pick. And on a team that literally everyone else is more famous than him on. So, I mean, some for good, some for bad reasons. But – he is the least famous of the starters, and I think he is a defensive, like, captain, so <clears throat> I think he's huge for that team. Fourth, I kind of went a little bit – I kind of wanted to, to – I knew you were going to pick actual, like, players that are overachieving. I want players that are being slept on, and so I went a different route than you. I went clay for the fact of I still think there's a second half or second I bet you
1: season. Russell Westbrook gets on this list.
0: Third russell <laughs> I think he was. I think he's the reason. Because I was thinking about putting him on my list, he's but the I said no. He's the reason the no. Clippers figured it out. He's the he reason, is. He's the reason the Clippers figured it out. He is. You're right. That's exactly why I put him. And everyone's going to give it to Kawhi. They're all going to give it to Kawhi. They're going to give it to Paul George. They're going to give it to James Harden because they're the starters. But that six man there, he's the reason that it worked.
1: I also thought about putting Paul George on my list.
0: Paul George does deserve it, but I think he's just everyone's over. He he might he might be right there with Clay in that same kind of spot. Yeah. Um, And number one – oh, number two is any Rocket. I already said that. You made me change that one. And number one, I got to say it, deserves to be an all-star starter, deserves so much more credit than he's getting, and he is going to be one of the best guards for this season. I don't know if it's going to stay like that, but he's one of the best guards this season.
1: Kyle Kuzma. Oh, go ahead. Jalen Brunson.
0: (laughs) Jalen Brunson. I still think people are just like, oh, he's he's the best six man. That man is legit. He is phenomenal and deserves being an all star. Brunson is the best sixth man. People say like he's he's still a sixth man back when he was in Dallas. Like people still think that, and I'm and my who pick, I've heard it before. I literally hear it all the time. We're talking
1: we're talking about a superstar.
0: Yeah, and people still don't give it's like Brock Purdy effect. Just like they can't just give
1: him his flowers in New York.
0: No, well, we no not in New we're York. We're
1: talking land of the overrated.
0: Nah, not in New York though. But but stop it, New York Knicks. This isn't. I think no, I, I, don't think he, I don't think I don't think he's overrated.
1: It. I think he's very properly rated. He's a very good player. You got you got really like Jalen Bronson. I think he's underrated. I do not see him being underrated. Wow, when you play in the garden, you're not underrated.
0: I'm glad that we disagreed for once. It. <laughs> it's like that's kind of good. But all right, Rob, you're up. Okay,
2: so with my first pick, I, I was going along the same line you kind of went uh, with. Uh, a New York Nick, right? Uh, I'm going with Dante Divincenzo. Chenz is nice. Chenz is nice. All right. All right. Now my second pick. I'm kind of. I'm going to kind of tail with that one. It's also going to be a New York Knicks. What? Taj Gibson. What? No, 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 no. With my third pick. Are you just going to pick all Knicks? Yes, I am. Why?
0: He's doing it to anger us.
2: No. But now I am. <laughs> Jalen Martin and then who Jalen Martin number 16
0: he's just picking around the
2: then next. Then uh, and next Daquan Jeffries you kind of had me with DiVincenzo and then I'm running up the list with Josh Hart
0: <laughs> your reaction is making it even better Oh my goodness, let's just... I was told
2: ahead. to pick 15 players, I kind of forgot 5 before the show started. Let's
0: go <laughs> do the NFL as fast as possible. Liam, please start talking. Before I throw up. Before you throw up. Alright, and with the NFL, Liam, take it away. I don't even know if I want to anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, For the NFL, I, I just—all the all the emotion has now been drained from my body. Thank you, Rob. That's what the New York Knicks will do to him, man. (laughs) Wow. Actually, you're not wrong. Um, I actually only listed four on here now that I'm looking at this, so I might come back at you with a a fifth later. But First one, Keenan Allen. Doesn't get enough love. He's a top receiver every year in the league and does not get enough love. Second one, Montez Sweat. I think the Bears got the better of the Commander's D-line. I think he might be better than Chase Young. Really? I do. He led both of his teams that he has played on this year in total sacks for the season.
0: It's pretty good. That's impressive.
1: He's a high-effort player, and I think he just plays harder. I don't know. Not to go into too much detail here. Third one, another homer pick, but love the guy. Bobby Okereke. If you watch Giants games, that guy is all over the field. Absolute menace. Fourth one, Lajarius Sneed. You have him too. I have
0: him too. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's so cool. Doesn't yeah. get enough love. We got. We he's on a LeJarius Need.
1: He's the I guess second corner, but on a very good pass defense that
0: only one touchdown. No given one recognized. Only one touchdown given up this he's, year. A, he's a good corner. I was wrong by the way in a previous episode. I said that one of them didn't give up a touchdown. He only gave up one touchdown. Wow, I can't believe you also had LeJarius Need. I went. Do you want to go first? You can go first. Right. I went similar direction with you on wide receiver you went keen Allen. i went chris godwin v- very slept on receiver in my opinion he has had an, a ton of thousand yard years solid number two i think see i think he's a low grade number one but the one of the best number twos in the league you don't like him at all put
1: him on his own team he's not the same
0: really yep huh Interesting. he's
1: not a guy that'll beat double coverage true true, true. you get mike evans you, he's doubled
0: <clears throat> up next i went with uh I went with defense and he was one of your players at one point. Julian Love. People forget that dude just Solid. beat Jamal Adams. Solid job. A superstar. Everyone was like, "One of the best safeties in the league." Julian Love gets one start, gets two picks.
1: Guy gets me gassed up talking
0: about him. How crazy is that? So you got to go Julian. You got to go Julian Love. Number 3. I've gone back and forth and I, I I'm really going back and forth. The same position. Different situations. And I, I think I got to go with my gut here. And I'm going to say, it. I think I got to go with Brock Purdy. I was going between him and Justin Herbert. Because people say, because people go back and forth with him and Justin Herbert. Because Herbert is, people forget that this guy is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think Herbert's overrated. And then, But then you get, Herbert's overrated. So that's what led me to say Brock Purdy. Because I'm like, because there's gonna be arguments with Herbert on that regard. Because people will be like, no, he's not underrated. So that's why I went Brock Purdy on that one. Then I have, of course, Lajarius Sneed, the most underrated player in the league. Literally is one of them. He's he's probably one of the reasons, one of the top reasons that they are in the True. Super Bowl. Like, forget it. Like, that is the guy. And number one and you're not going to like this, Liam, and I know you're not going to like
1: this. If you say Dominique rogers cromartie I'm going
0: to jump over (laughs) Dominique! I'm kidding. Number one is who also should be up there with comeback player of the year, but he's not, is Jared Goff, because people still think he's bad, and that man just played one of the best passing performance uh, playoff runs I've ever seen. That man, I watched all the Detroit games from beginning to end, and he passed. A, every ball he threw was gorgeous. He made the best decisions. His coach put him in horrible positions, and he, for two games, made it work. I, I and got a 24-7 lead against the Niners, who are the most talented team in football. I can't believe that he did what he did. When he went into the postseason, I was like, he's going to ruin it against the Rams. He's going to find a way. The lights are going to be too bright for Goff. We saw when he faced the Patriots and last time he was in the postseason. Or last I season. have to
1: say, I don't hate it. Go, He's starting to turn me a little bit.
0: Like that's Every he had, ball he threw was perfect.
1: He had a, he had a great postseason. I had, can't the, deny it.
0: The reason that the drives were stalled were more because they dropped passes. Reynolds dropped two balls. There was one that he couldn't do anything with. That was the other ball that was thrown like weirdly to the ground. Everyone was covered. So I'm not even going to attest any of that. There's no perfect throw he could have made there. So, I got to say it's got to be Goff at number one. So, LeJarrius Neve was fighting for one, though. He was fighting. Legarius Neve deserved one, too. But, Rob, you're right.
1: If you say Dante DiVincenzo.
2: <laughs> Why would I say Dante DiVincenzo? My first pick was going to be T. Higgins. Okay. <laughs> Next, okay. you're more Jason. <laughs> no, it's not, I'm not picking all Bengals. <laughs> Next up... Uh, Though considered best in his position, his position is widely underrated, and that's going to be Kyle Juszczyk.
1: I knew you were going to go there. Ooh, I you? knew it. Really? Yep.
2: I, I, listen, kind of a homer pick because he was a former Baltimore Raven, but he is still very good at what he does, and people forget about the fullback. Uh, number three, though not as great this year as he has been in the past, but still really solid linebacker, C.J. Mosley solid pick. Now
1: another former raven.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now this one is an actual raven. Uh, I'm going with Patrick Queen just because now 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 listen. People will talk about Roquan Smith 10 times out of 10 when talking about the Ravens defense. They will it's not true. bring up Patrick is Queen.
0: Drake underrated. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. You're gonna sit here and say Dre Greenlaw's underrated, then i all out. Yeah, but he's. If you say he's not, then I'm not. I'm not buying it. I was actually putting the fate of my opinion in your hands. So I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, if he, I'm like, if he, if you said no, he's properly rated, but you're wrong. So
1: let's just go through this though. We have three Ravens so far.
0: No, no, no. One potential Raven.
1: <laughs> three Ravens and one divisional rival. Yes. Do we have another AFC North team?
2: I wasn't going to, but now I kind of want to. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Who are you going to go with? Who, who was I going to go with? Yeah,
1: before Nick Chubb.
2: I was going to say Brock Purdy, then he took it, so okay. I was already going to well, twist my
0: answer. Yeah, I mean, that's valid. It's time for Locks and Upsets. All right, so our current standings right now is... I went two and zero this last week. I went now, putting me at five and zero in locks and one and four in upsets, and giving me a grand total of six and four. Rob you and Liam both went one and one, which was Rob at two and two in locks and one and two in upsets, making him three and four. And Liam four and one in locks and two and three in upsets, putting him at a tie for first with me at six and four. So, who wants to go first with locks and upsets? I'll go first. Okay,
1: what do you got? Uh, my absolute lock, my clamp, my, you know, lock and key, padlock, you know, tape it down, shut it closed. Bet the house on Vaasa Sport over Sapia La Paranta in the Finnish Hockey League. Absolute demons on skates. You've never seen hockey played like this. Tune into the SM Liga. You will not be disappointed.
0: I went with tennis. (laughs) I got uh, uh, Herkaz over Shevchenko in men's tennis. Who? Herkaz over Shevchenko. You got to stop taking these goofy picks. (laughs) Herkaz over Shevchenko, men's tennis. Rob?
2: See, I'm just picking the over. On Reba McIntyre hitting the over on the national anthem during the Super Bowl,
1: because <laughs> you can't she is... just say taking the over because taking the over means the game.
2: Well, I was getting specific. I, I mentioned my specifics after the fact. You're right. I got there because she is a country singer, and when country singers sing the national anthem, they will hit that
0: over. <clears throat> all right. So upsets. Do you want to go first, Rob? Do we go back?
2: Okay. I'll 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 take this.
1: I'll take the under. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, 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 no.
0: She ain't singing that along. No way.
2: <laughs> I'm taking Orange Gatorade as the Gatorade of whoa, choice for whoa. the Super Bowl. The favorite currently is red. I thought Just maybe you were away. taking the
1: Dante Vincenzo over.
0: <laughs> I'm going that the coin toss is heads. Isn't this
1: upsets?
2: Yeah, the, the odds are exactly 50 50 with that.
0: They're 50 50?
1: You can parlay it with something, but yeah.
0: Psych! I know, I'm kidding. I actually have the. uh <laughs> I didn't have anything else. You wrote down toss the sets. I re- I'm reading what your mean paper. psych. <laughs> it's right there.
1: <laughs> Did you not know it was a 50 50? <laughs> Do you not know how coin tosses
0: work? Okay, so for my upset... It's
1: actually technically a betting favorite. This way, Vegas makes money.
0: Okay, for my upset, I have CMC scoring the first 49er touchdown. The first? First 49er touchdown. Okay, well, I
1: went Brandon Ayuk scoring any touchdown.
0: Wow. All right, so... I'd like to thank you all for listening. You can follow us on socials at Hall Heroes. You can also email us through Heroes at gmail.com. Message us and let us know about the topics we discussed or a take of your own. Listen to us on most platforms where you get your podcast. And as always, thank you, Liam and Rob, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Happy Super Bowl weekend, everybody.
1: Go sports. Dante DiVincenzo.
0: See you all.